The farmer, the fox, and the butcher. There was a farmer who was having problems with the fox getting into his chicken coop and stealing chickens. When he would take the chickens to the butcher, the butcher would never give him a good price for his birds. He stated that they looked as if they had been stressed and would not bring him as much money on the market. Now, the farmer just blamed that old fox for the problem. He noticed that the price in the butcher's window was the same as before. Weeks went by, and the butcher told the farmer that he could take care of the problem for him for 20 free birds. Look out, farmer. I'm Todd Dills, and in this edition of Overdrive Radio, we're talking with small fleet owner Scott Jordan out of Missouri. That was his voice you heard at the top, telling one of his own fables about, ultimately, one small farmer's business issues. We'll get to the rest of the allegory with plenty of angles for interpretation later in the podcast. Regular readers may recognize Jordan's name from coverage of the October ELD mandate protests in Washington, D.C., where he figured somewhat prominently among truckers involved with the Operation Black and Blue operation and was one among several that participated in the meeting with FMCSA officials on the protest's third day. Jordan grew up the son of an owner-operator. For the last seven and some years, he's run powerhouse transportation, hauling today with several leased owner-operators. With some programming in his background, he soft-launched this fall an Android app that I think a lot of independents will find some utility within. The ICG Profit Calc, that's Profit, C-A-L-C, Profit Calc app, is now available also on the iTunes App Store for the iPhone and other iOS-powered devices in both app, mar- app markets for a $15 one-time cost. Basically, it's a bidding app. It allows users to input their annual cost projections as a benchmark for load-by-load load rate calculations to ensure the chosen profit margin. For long-time operators who know their typical annual numbers, setup will be fairly quick and easy. After setting up the annual numbers, it then allows users to quickly input basic details for any load they're negotiating and target a specific profit margin. Based on load mileage and other details and those annual cost numbers, it gives operators bid numbers in lump sum per mile or hourly rates. Adjusting any number in trip calculations or in the annual cost projections then auto-populates the bid window to allow for on-the-fly adjustment during negotiations. Jordan has been using a similar system based on basic business line item allocation principles for about four years in his own business and believes it can be an effective tool not only for seasoned freight negotiators, but also for those just starting out in the trucking business as an owner-operator, to be sure they're truly, quote, trucking for profit, in his words, and not being a drag on the market. That trucking for profit phrase is also one that Jordan's put to a series of endeavors, including training webinars, a load-optimizing dispatch service for independents, and more, some of which he's had in place for quite a while in other, in other parts, including that optimizing service which are relatively new. Here we talk more with him about it, starting with a group of independents he's been working with for years under the Independent Carrier Group name, in addition to his own powerhouse transportation small fleet. I'm obviously the owner of powerhouse transportation and a trucker as well, so from time to time I do go out. And what I realized within my own company that there really wasn't, when I reached out starting out, nobody could tell me the answer of what the rates were supposed to be. So after struggling, like you know most people do, you listen to the people that are in the industry. They're supposed to be the subject matter experts. And then you find out that they, it's not working. You're not making a profit. And business is about making a profit. It's not about a magic elusive rate per mile or something. Somebody said, you know, 
20, 30, 40 years ago, that may have worked, but times change. You've got to adapt and overcome. So I've programmed in the past, and that was the first thing. The closest okay. thing to run my business out here, a database was going to cost me twenty to $100,000. So I sat down and took six weeks and I actually programmed myself a database for my company. So this Trucking for Profit app was lying in that database all these years. I've been using it for my own company. Then it just got okay. frustrating that every time I turned around, Todd, I was fighting against people that didn't understand, and I would try to teach them line item allocations out here at the truck stops and this, that, and the other. And then we started developing a group of small, like-minded independents. And then we started having meetings, and we decided to form the independent carrier group to teach this methodology to the next generation so they wouldn't be shafted or taken advantage of by the system. So we wanted to break that cycle. We wanted to bring back the honor code of old, where truckers would start working together willingly. And our mantra is freedom with integrity. That's what it is. Okay. We're really about rates. And then recently we've got into the helping the guys with the rights. But we're more about rates. Okay. That's what it is. We believe that by teaching people how to be more profitable in business, that they can in turn be profitable in life as a whole, enjoy more time with their family, not be addicted to the drug out on the road. And then that, Ultimately, left led you know ICG. We were out there, and we said, "Well, we got to open this up." And this happened probably last February. We opened Trucking for Profit up, and then we started marketing. The apps were coming close. We didn't want to push real hard until we had our iPhone app, you know, contract done with um, Apple. Now that we've got both done, we've been experimenting with it, and our clients have seen you know fifteen to twenty thousand dollar increases in the short period of time that it's been on the market. So that's pretty astronomical in itself. And now with the pendulum of the EODs and everything, trucking shortages, and the economy, it's just like the perfect storm for this to come into play. We also decided to bring out the optimizing package, which is about $250 a week to help people you know, that are not knowledgeable, help them better themselves. So we offer them an individual like myself to help optimize their loads in a profitable manner according to their app settings. Um, so that's really what we've developed, you know, over the last few years, we've been working on it a little bit, you know, step at a time, and um, we've done it on a shoestring budget the whole way, so we don't owe anybody any outside resources, any, um, you know, loyalties there. We've pretty much done it by ourselves. My brother and I co-programmed on this, and therefore we're the owners of that, um, predominantly me, the main majority owner, and he's partnered with me but okay. that's pretty much it in the bud and it is you know you could take a pen and paper or pencil and paper and a calculator you could do it there's no line i'll never lie to anybody if that's what you want to do i quite simply created a bidding app that when you're sitting there in a time pushed envelope just making a negotiation with a broker or a shipper and if you use your creative like me you can use it for spot market bid. You can use it for contract bid. You can use it for all. We've used it in all different segments of the industry. Um, the only ones we've not tested it on would be like, you know, household movers because they're kind of, they're regulated. They're still regulated by their tariffs. But the rest right. of the industry is predominantly ran on, you know, spot market and contract market is what it is. So mm -hmm. 
And it predominantly was designed for the independent carrier and the owner-operator. That's who it was designed for. But we've actually shown it to company drivers that were entertaining the idea of getting a lease op, and we can show them how that's not beneficial to them, or there are certain programs that are good for them. But um, we want people to become educated. We believe an educated trucker will make better decisions and will not be taken advantage of. And then once they have the financial wherewithal, they'll be able to look out there and see politically what's going on because instead of running down the road, running their heinies off and working 70 hours plus a week, I don't know, Todd, I'm a business owner and, you know, business owners, we always, we're workaholics anyways, That's we're stupid like that. But I've never worked in a business before in my life where it was expected of me to work 70 hours a week to make a living. Yeah, it's just like a it's it's a default setting um, in trucking. It's very much like it was when I was in the military. You know, we knew as soldiers, you know, there were times we we're going to work a lot, a lot, a lot of hours. Um, that's part of the job. But then there were other times you just kind of sitting around one o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, guys, go home. You know, so you know you got both sides of the coin there. Four day weekends. There were a lot of um, there were things I miss about the military. They go, wow. I, it sucks sometimes, but man, I had it really good. Look at that. <laughs> but I saw trucking eat my dad up as an owner operator. I saw what it did to him. And when he came and drove for me as a company driver, then he just, you know, obviously he's not as good as numbers with me, but he was a successful owner operator. But when he saw my spreadsheets and my numbers, he goes, son, what you're working on and what I see here, is what all truckers need. I said, yeah, I know, Dad, but I'm trying to figure out how to get it simplified because 250, 150 line items is just too complex. So we've made this simplified. <clears throat> and basically, the wow factor is, as you, if, when you watch the video, the wow factor is, as you saw the setup, it's instantaneously putting your numbers up there, bang, 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 bang. Right, and then when you, build, you, when you build your app, when you build your profile and you save it, now you're ready to go. And the only changes you need to make are like if fuel goes up or you spend a little bit more money than you, you know, your, your previous year. And we even set the, you know, industry average that we did samplings of along the side mm -hmm. for those that are first year in business. So they have a, a starting ground. You know, you're not going to really know where you're at on your true numbers until you've been doing this, you know, probably about two or three years total and you've got an average going on. But mm -hmm. if they use this year over year, and we will be developing additional, you know, stages of this in the future, this is the first leg of where we're going to go with it to, you know, help the guys and gals, you know, with a little bit more accounting features going on, you know, having different screens that show them that as well as they go through the year. I've got it all in my head, Todd. It's just a matter of taking it from my head and, and putting it from here to putting it into real world. But this was the first step. We wanted to keep it simple, get everybody climatized to trucking for profit, how to bid on a profit margin, and then understand, you know, you got gross profit and then you got net profit. So this is based upon the gross con concept. And then, you know, they'll find out where that is through trial and error. And then we help risk assess. We've told them, you know, these are the dynamics of various segments. You should, if you're working this, you should be running this percentage. 
if you're working this, you should be doing this percentage. So every segment's different. There's no two trucks alike either, Todd. I have this analogy that I use. It's called the penny, nickel, dime, quarter of trucking. That app proves it. The difference between an old truck that a guy owns, if set up properly, and we're talking old truck, and a brand new truck is not any more than a quarter per mile difference. The difference in what, net profit or cost? The cost, yeah. And a lot of people think, I can't afford the $150,000, $160,000 truck. You can if you're trucking for profit. You can if you set it all up right. The same thing is truckers like to give stuff away for free. They own the old equipment, but they don't think about replacement costs in the future. Equipment doesn't run forever, just like the human body. We all die one day. So does the machine. Um, so if you're over there giving the customer your equipment away for free, you're not charging them properly in your line item location. So I noticed that I, when I, I was looking through the uh, when I was watching the setup video. There's in, in the app, which is called Profit Cal, right? That's, when you go look it up, it's ICG Profit Cal. Yeah. Gotcha. So when they look it up, it'd be ICG Profit Cal in Play Store or um, the Apple Store. References you're hearing here to a video are to Jordan's ICG Profit Calc setup video, where he runs through fields where users input their annual mileage, costs for their truck payments in the tractor cost field, annual fuel costs, miles, and more. On the basis of annual averages, as I said up top, the app then allows you to put in particular load trip details and a desired profit margin, then gives you lump sum and or hourly rate bids for that load that will allow you to meet that profit margin. An important aspect in the annual numbers allocations and setting up the app is that there is a driver pay field. If you're an owner-operator of an escort paying yourself a salary, this is where you would input your salary. With that accounted for as a cost, profit margins between 20 and 30% might be appropriate for your trip calculations, but most owner-operators think about profit margins somewhat differently, excluding pay as a cost and counting it among their entire income. That's why most profit margin averages for owner-operators we see quoted by business analysts and owner-operators fall within a range of 40%, higher or lower depending on a variety of factors. If you try out the profit count and decide to leave the driver cost field empty, be sure to adjust your desired profit margin higher than the 20-25% to 25% Jordan recommends starting out at. You can find his setup video by searching Scott Jordan at OverdriveOnline.com. Here's Jordan further talking about the trucker's individual annual cost projections that underlie freight rate bid calculations within the app. And we talk further about the pay to oneself as cost issue as well. These are all based upon annual cost projections. So yeah. if you're going to start a new business, before you go into the business, you're going to go you know, do estimates, cost estimates of what it's going to take yeah, to do yeah. the things. You're going to lay out your line, item allocations, hopefully, you know. Um, we don't have to run around with a pencil and a paper and a calculator anymore. We can use an Excel spreadsheet or various, you know, databases or whatever to do this. But right. what you do is you set up your projections. Um, if you have a year into the business running, you know, yeah. and, and if you're, you know, you know, you know are, most yeah. of these, you know what these are. So uh, basically, the that's why we did the industry average for newbies that don't know what they are. You know, they just got their yeah. authority. They've never ran a business before in trucking or anything yeah. else, so we wanted them to get this concept of line item allocation and annual projections. 
And at the bottom of the app, it tells you, once you get it all set up, it tells you what your annual projections, what your fuel cost would be, you know, and all those things, it consolidates them, and it even shows you your profit margin. So right. it shows you your anticipated, you know, profit margin if you, you know, hit those numbers. Now, those are projections. And there's, so the, and there's, the, a, um, there, there's also a field I noticed for uh, in, in those allocations for driver, driver pay, and I know that's something that uh, – you know, when, when an owner-operator is thinking about uh, his cost to operate, he often doesn't include that, but rather uh, includes includes like that driver pay to himself uh, as, as part of his profit margin. I think that's a, another thing that that uh, you know, guys could could really use this to sort of set a I don't know a pay to to oneself target. Uh, we're we're back to yeah. guys. Yeah, I've sat down with old timers out here on the road, and they argue with me about. It. They tell me their cost per mile was like seventy six cents a mile or something. So that's impossible. Right. And we would whip out the app, and I would say, "Well, let me zero my numbers out. Let's not cheat." I would go and zero all my numbers out and say, "Okay, give me your numbers." I'd ask them all the questions. We get done, and I would say, "Well, here's the problem. You gave the equipment to the customer away for free. You zeroed those lines out. There's two zeros, and they go." Oh, okay. Well, now, what about the driver? Where's the driver at? Well, it's whatever I got left over. I said, so you're not trucking for profit. You're trucking for a paycheck. You might as well go be a company driver. You'll do the same thing. and It'll be more successful trucking for a paycheck on somebody else's time versus you out here running your full head off and road in the marketplace. I said, you're one of the problems right here. You don't know how to truck for profit. I said, this $15 app here will help you keep you in check because the only person you're going to argue with after you get your stuff set up properly is yourself. You won't be arguing with me at the truck stop anymore. You'll be arguing with yourself. And when you have the power to say no, that's the most powerful thing in the world. Right. The ability to say yes is it, the most gratifying thing in the world. Yep. How does it work um, over the course of, of time? Um, so the ad it bases a lot of its uh, sort of, at the top, on the top lines, it's 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 giving you uh, suggestions for for bidding on particular loads, uh, and, and, it, and it offers a, an ability to do that in both per mile or lump sum per mile and uh, and uh, hourly rates. But but also over how how does it work over time in terms of helping guys to meet that meet those yearly projections, or does it? When we when we build the next versions, yeah, we're going to have a year over year okay. comparison. What first to get into you know Google or Apple, they're restrictive on when you're bringing a new app in. We had it set up to do that already, but then we had to take that out of the app because they didn't like the way it had to function and go to our server to interface and and bring you know go to the cloud, okay. bring it back. So we had to take that function out. And by the way, when that was there, it was going to be more on a monthly subscription basis because it does do a lot more than we're using our server, which cost us. But the gist is we had to make a concession, um, if you will, with Google and Apple in order to get it this far. So we felt like, okay, while we wanted that part all in there, and, and the beauty about that, sometimes when things like that happen, Todd, it happens for good reasons. Because there were things that, you know, the interface wasn't quite working totally the way we wanted. So 
we basically said, let's go back and clean this up. And, and we've come up with some additional ideas, you know, where guys, they can put in zip code to zip code and it'll automatically put in the empty miles and their loaded miles. So okay. we're, we're actually making it a little bit more um, user-friendly and, and I hate to use the word AI, but yeah, that's where we're moving on to that <laughs> a little bit more. Um, but that way it makes it so our client, if they're setting out there, the customers out there, and they're in the zip code or city, you know, so that's going to take a little bit more, you know, programming interface to do that, um, hooking in with APIs and things like that to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, the gist is right now the operator sets up their, the user sets up their, um, their you know, profile. They save it, yep. and then it's set there, and it's ready to use, and when they're going to bid, they're not really going to make a lot of changes on everything, you know, on the bottom half. The truck's not going to change unless they exceed their maintenance budget from last year, then we recommend they go in and make their immediate change right there, and it will increase the rate per mile, or that's the benchmark for the industry is a rate per mile. Well, that's their cost. That's what we benchmark it on. Yeah. But, and you want to stay in tune with that. So for the users, we say, you know, you still don't get, you don't get to cheat and not use accounting. You're going to still have to track your numbers. But yeah. what we've seen so far is the users that are using it, Load over load are making 20% profit or more load after load. So instead of running down the road and wondering if they're making profit now, they're actually running down the road, load after load, making profit. So this is a, a great start. I mean, I'm very happy and, right. and proud of the guys and gals that are doing that. Um, so that that's the start. And it's been a long time coming, and people thought it was crazy, but... I, we're selling more apps every day and people are coming to the classes and, and basically we will be restarting the webinars back up for this to teach people, you know, the methodologies. But as it says right now, we've just been marketing it, you know, you know, kind of what you would call out there with Facebook, just putting the links out there and, and word right, of mouth right. marketing. Um, we've not looked into real advertising yet because we were, You want to get so many users and see, is the system capable of holding it all and all those things? And we do believe it is. We do believe it's a stable system. So, um, but you don't want to get, you know, 10,000 of them out there and everybody's, oh, that's the worst thing to do. (laughs) So at this juncture, we're we're moving word of mouth. Um, You know, just a little people share links out on Facebook and then. You know, right. like you're interviewing me today, then that may result in people checking it out. Um, right, right. I just thought I, I, was, I was, I was, I was, I was very interested in seeing it because I, you know, it's the kind of thing. It's like I don't. I mean, there there may be some some things out there like this, but nothing that was quite as sort of simple and mm-hmm. just easy to kind of manipulate on the fly. And I just think it's. Uh, I think it could really be useful for, for a lot of folks out there when they're I, I, when they're on the phone I with a broker or with a shipper yeah. or you know whatever the case may be you know so well yeah. think about this I I have multiple trucks Todd and I may have to like yeah. a while ago before we got on this I had to go to the bank so I have multiple trucks and I have customers and brokers call me off the fly while I'm driving down the road so right. I'll just pull over in a parking lot and I'll say okay how many you know where's it from where's it this I'm an odd cat because I can, you know, kind of guess to make the miles. I've driven enough of them, read enough maps. Sure. So they give me this city and this city. So 
they'll want me to go to what I call as a no zone, and this is other parts of the class that we teach. So let's say when we go to Laredo, Texas, there's no good freight out of Laredo, Texas. It's just cheap. So I expect the customer, so there's 50 miles on the front side, empty. So there's 50 miles they got to pay for me, my truck to go get it. Then I get to Laredo and I deliver the load. Well, let's, the closest thing that pays anything is back to Tulsa. So that's about, you know, let's say 800 miles. Let's we'll call it 800 miles. So I'm going to put 850 miles in my empty and then everything else is loaded. The profit only comes after the, off the loaded side because that's when you're at risk. But the customer should pay you for your empty miles as well because if they had their own truck, they would have to pay for it. The truckers have been giving that away for free all these years too, and they call it deadhead. Well, I just don't get that, Todd, because I don't believe in losing money for other people to make money. If we can't all make money together, then we you need to find somebody else that's more ignorant, but so far, I've been using it for this away. This methodology is tried and true in my own business. I've been doing it now, probably after the third year in business, so that would be at least four years. I've been at this on my own seven years. So I've been using it four years like this. The app itself, um, well, obviously, I was the first guy to have it, so we had it internally in Powerhouse first, and we were beta testing it ourselves before we put it to market. So we've been using the app a little bit. Mm, I think when we first got it was about last August or something and first started playing with it. Um, okay. A year ago, August. A year ago, August. Sorry. Okay. So that was the first version of the app, and we just kept developing on it, developing on it. And it, it gets addictive, I'm not going to lie. Um, but it's you. All it is is it's building your confidence when you're in the negotiating room. That is your number. That's not my number or somebody else's number. That's your company's number or your truck's number, and that's the profit it takes for you to make it. That's where the penny, nickel, dime, quarter thing comes in. It's physically impossible for any two trucks to be the same in the marketplace unless they pushed. Basically, everybody started using the industry average as their you know, app settings. Is, is there a, a like a web login associated with each account for uh, users? And you know, wh where's the where's the data the data that user inputting stored? Is it just stored on the, locally on the phone, or or is it? It's uh, stored locally on the phone at this juncture. When okay. we move to the next level, yeah. This one here, that's why one of the concessions we made to get it into the yeah. Play Store and the iStore was, you know, they first time out until they get to know you, they won't let you go there unless you want to pay big bucks. So we said, ah, we'll just go this way. The okay. the information is stored locally on the user's phone. So okay. if they go and they forget, there's a button up there that says recall from local, you know, source or whatever. The other right. the original version had a lot more, you know, going on. But this one is stay stored right on the local, you know, phone there, just like being on your computer. It's your software at that time. You buy it. On Play Store, it's $15. They can put it up to five devices. I'm not sure how it works over on the um, iContract because we just did that one about a couple of months ago. I'm, I didn't. My brother took care of that. I didn't really look into it too much. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, we've sold, um, since we've opened it up on the iPhone, we've already sold nine. This is slow. Remember, nine apps. Nine people are out there using it on the iSide. Um, so we got probably 47 running 
out there on the um, Play Store right now. Yeah, on Android. I'm not well, getting loose off of it, Todd. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's the? Yeah, tell tell me about give, tell me about Powerhouse. You, you have um, I think you were telling me you are you leasing uh, owner operators at this point, or you you own a couple trucks too. Uh, I park my trucks after my personal trucks. I park because of the yield mandate. Um, you know, I'm not going to get out there and and do that personally. And plus, my owner operators wanted me to come back in the office. We make more money when I'm in here slinging the hammer. So out of this, um, the trucking for profit, a lot of um, owner operators started listening to my videos and stuff, and then they contacted me and they're going to lease on. Um, and we've got about four or five right now getting ready to come on over the next month or so. And then okay. it's the worst time of the year to transition. I tell everybody, I said, you know, January and February is rough, rough time normally, but we're doing pretty good. We're banging pretty good. So yeah. I'm kind of excited for those um, guys and gals to come in because now they're going to go from running 92 cents a mile plus fuel surcharge to, you know, running where we run at. And it's going to be a big increase for them. And um, I'm kind of excited now. I got to go out and a lot of these guys don't have trailers, so I'm gonna already um, called them um, the local Great Dane dealerships, and I'm gonna need more trailers. So I'm, I'm getting ready to expand Powerhouse a little bit as well. But that's okay. always a good thing. Um, don't know how how big we're gonna grow. I mean, that's kind of based upon management. We'll do it sure. one brick at a time, is what I like to say. I'm not in a not in a rush to grow Powerhouse. I don't want to become, you know, Landstar or something like that overnight or something. They took a long time to do that. But it is kind of based upon that type of principle. Um, we do function okay. a lot like them. Percentage-based, um, obviously profit-based, that would make sense. And we, you know, our percentages are up there at the top in the industry. You know, when you're working with the lease owner operators and or the, the independent guys that you'll be uh, that, that you may have coming to this uh, this load optimizing service you were talking about, which is sort of analogous, I think, to what most guys would uh, think of as a dispatching service, but um, but with a little bit more teeth to it. Um, uh, but those the owner operators will have the same uh, the same ability to kind of assist in the negotiation with the, with the profit calc app as well. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like our our optimizing customers, clients there, we recommend they download the app and we we go through the process, help them get set up. Yeah. And we don't want to be like you said. That's why I use the word optimizer. We're optimizing right. that truck for profitability. Um, dispatch service is not you know truck just says oh I'll run at a minimum and you know if they get them the minimum I'm happy. We're not happy doing that. We want to make sure our client gets the best load possible all the time and suits your needs. So most of the guys that are optimizer with us, matter of fact, it's not most, all the guys and the gals that are doing that with us and learning this with us, the requirement is they have to be associated with trucking. They either have to be a trucker, trucker's wife, sister, some brother. They have to know what it's like to be out there on the road. These make the best dispatchers. These make the best optimizers because they understand the nuance of the independent. They understand the nuance of the client, and they're not as apt to just throw any old crappy load on somebody and not ask the proper questions. It takes us a little bit longer to find a load, so the pricing structure is based upon you know, a consolidated administrative service 
and you couldn't even hire a secretary for $250 a week. So um, it's really you know cost-effective for the client. They got to look at it as they're outsourcing. It's not based upon a percentage. It's based upon a, mm. a flat administrative fee um, because that way, and by the way, there's the beauty about it. If the customer goes on vacation, um, you only pay when you play. That's just the way it works. Um, we don't want to get paid for not working. We're, we like to get paid to work, not just to sit around and do nothing. So that's the process of how it works. It's not for everybody. Some people, you know, they get the thrill of the kill when they're out there negotiating. So that's those are those type of people that are going to continue to use the low boards, and they're going to continue to do on their own. So the app would work great for them as well. It's not just for yeah. people in our optimizing program. But yeah. the real deal about that is our client has the ability because we want them to have a check and balance that they're opti- they're getting their money's worth out of their optimizer. So if the optimizer is not doing their job and all of a sudden, let's say they throw a crap load on them, that's not profitable. They just got lazy. They want to negotiate. And then our client calls us and shows us a track record of, you know, where the optimizer was failing. We'll quite simply tell the optimizer either shape up or ship out or we'll move that client. Maybe it's a chemistry thing. Maybe they had a pissing contest. Mm -hmm. Things happen. We'll quite simply move that client to another optimizer to protect the sanctity of the program and make sure that it, you know, stays profitable for all parties concerned. So that's that part. Um, my owner operators use it because a lot of them like to self-dispatch. That's why they use it. So, and we also want our lease operators, owner operators to have that check and balance when they're seeing the rate sheets. My guys all see the rate sheets from the customer to us. So only a percentage should work. So we want them to have that check and balance. And I go in and modify their app to reflect, you know, the percentage that the carrier receives. So, they're actually, believe it or not, they're making a profit off of my percentage, the way I've set that up um, right. in their, you know, one of their line items. So <clears throat> it's cool. also the same. When somebody uses our optimizing service, we go there and say, say, if you're going to use $250 a week and you're going to pay us that for 40 weeks out of the year, just put that in there in lieu of your load boards. That way, when you're paying us to do the service for you, you're actually making profit off of that as well. And that's the way any business works. I mean, yeah, there's that load board uh, field in there where you put in whatever you pay on the load board. So you would just put in your uh, 250 times 40 or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because, see, if I I pay, you know, $200, $250 for one load board over here, I got all the bells and whistles. And then I have a second load board um, that I pay about, you know, $220 a month. So I spend, you know, $475 a month on load boards. So that's another thing that the optimizer client needs to realize. They don't have to get the load boards anymore. We have them. And therefore, that's almost like getting optimizing service one week for free, if you think about it, uh, for a one-truck operator. Of course, they may just buy the $45 version, but it's it's up to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what you pay for, you know what I'm saying? Um, sure, sure. <laughs> you can find Jordan's Trucking for Profit effort via truckingforprofit.com. And the ICG Profit Calc app, as noted, is available in the application markets for Android and iOS devices at about 15 bucks. 
To close it out, let's get back to the tale of the farmer and the butcher and the chickens and the fox. You'll recall, the butcher offered to fix the farmer's fox and stressed out chickens problem for the price of 20 free birds. And for the remainder of the farmer and the fox and the butcher, as the fable is titled, here's Jordan to take us home. The told the farmer that he could take care of the problem for him for 20 free birds. The farmer agreed to the terms, figuring that he would make it up in the future on better quality birds. The butcher went to the chicken coop and waited for the fox. The next morning, the farmer came out to feed the birds and saw the butcher and the fox having a beer together and laughing. He noticed that 20 of his prized birds had been picked out and were crated up. The butcher yelled to the farmer, Hey, your problem is solved. The fox has agreed not to harass your birds anymore for a cut of my business. By the way, I need you to get those birds over to my shop this morning as soon as possible. Because I took care of your problem, the way I got it figured, you can now sell me those birds for 10 cents per pound cheaper than before. Don't forget to throw in a couple of free birds for our buddy the fox over there. This pissed off the farmer, but he did not know what to do. He called his cousin to come and pick up the birds with his rig. He explained to his cousin about the problem and told him that he could not pay him as much to take the birds to the butcher. Both the farmer and his cousin started blaming the fox and swore that they were going to get that darned old fox. The butcher thought to himself, well, that went pretty good. I think I will try that again. He got together with his buddy, the general store owner, owner and told him about the scheme. They hired the fox again to go harass the farmer's grain. Played the same thing again and again all across the county with various farmers. The butcher, the store owner, and the fox were getting fat on the chickens, so to speak. This was going nicely until one day the butcher wanted to go after a local shepherd and his lambs. The butcher sent his boy, the fox, out to do his bidding. The fox headed out to the shepherd's ranch. When he got there and tried to take a lamb, the shepherd and his dog were there waiting. The shepherd beat the crap out of the fox and informed him that he was never to come around his ranch again. The fox went back to the butcher and whined about the problem. Now the butcher really wanted the sheep from that shepherd, and he could not overcome his own greed. He called all the foxes in the area to help. The more foxes that he sent in, the more beatings that were given. The shepherd did not care about the butcher's money or power. He only cared about his sheep. The shepherd got with the rancher. They got with the farmers. Then they got with the truckers, and they found a butcher in another area that was honorable and was willing to pay for not only their products, but their services as well. They found that there were a whole group of smaller butchers and store owners that wanted the opportunity to usurp the bigger butchers and store owners. They started only selling their products and services to the smaller and more honorable butchers and store owners. They appointed the shepherd to be the negotiator for all of them because he was the first to stand up to the big butchers the foxes and the big store owners when one gets too greedy then one finds he will have nothing in the end alfred a jordan powerhouse transportation llc a member of the independent carrier group freedom with integrity now my birth name's alfred by the way um <laughs> yeah my, my nickname's scott but that's the analogy and so i put that out hoping the farm boys would get the relation politically where we're at as a society.